Welcome to the Weightless Warrior Podcast. My name is Lonnie Mitchell, and I'm a self-love and mindset coach for overwhelmed moms and women craving more. This woman is ready to rediscover herself, love herself, and become her best self to step into the confident badass she knows she is. Each week, I'll be giving you tips and tools on everything mindset, self-love, healthy habits, and more. So if you're ready to release all that no longer serves you, break free from your limiting beliefs, and become aligned in mind, body, and spirit to become your most confident self, let's get into it. Hello, gorgeous, and welcome back to the Weightless Warrior Podcast. I am your host and mindset mentor, Lonnie Mitchell. And first of all, I just want to say thank you for being here. I appreciate you taking the time to be here and be in this space. And I'm also so proud of you for committing to your growth and to your well-being. So first of all, kudos on that. And thank you for being here. Super grateful. And I'm also super excited for this episode because I'm going to be doing something I've never done before. And that is walking you through my own healing process. I know I've talked about things, you know, healing in the past and stuff like that. But I'm talking about conversations I have had with myself, walking myself through healing. Uh, Because of course, as we all do in the bathroom, you know, we have our best moments. So I was taking a shower and I kind of just had this random download and I wanted to share it with you guys because in business, yes, you want to, you want to retain your clients. You want to have repeat customers, right? But for me, what's an integrity for me is I want to coach you on how to coach yourself so that you only need to hire a coach if you desire it, if you want that one-on-one support. But you also know how to do it yourself because ultimately you have all the answers, okay? Yes, coaches are amazing for when you're in the weeds and maybe can't see things as clearly or maybe, you know, especially for myself, I'm good at kind of connecting the dots, especially for people and pulling out of you what your true desires are and what your true gifts are and helping you build that confidence and claim what you want. But ultimately, you have all the answers and capabilities within you. I am simply here to provide the space for you to grow into that and for you to embody that. So I want to teach you today how to actually coach yourself. And I'm going to be using an example. I think a lot of you are also going to be able to relate to this. So if you're an empath or you find that you want to say certain things to people when they disrespect you, but you hold back, you're really going to relate to this because this is essentially what I was working through. So let me give you the problem I was essentially needing to work through first. And I was kind of just questioning, why is it? Why am I like this? Like, why can't I just say what I want to say? And then I'm going to show you or not show you but I'm going to walk you through how I walked myself through it and how I had those aha moments and first of all listen healing is a lifestyle it's a journey so sometimes because I've questioned this about myself for quite some time but it wasn't until just recently that the answer kind of just popped up so you can't force healing you can't force that growth sometimes so just I want to manage your expectations and also let you know that if you don't have the answer right away it's okay trust that it's coming and it will come up when it's meant to and when when it's ready to okay so the question that I had for myself was why is it when you are disrespected you can't just bluntly call a person out and 
give them what for. Okay, because listen, I was bullied very terribly in high school, in grade school, all of it, as I'm sure many other people have, unfortunately. And so the thoughts that I would have with like a sharp tongue, I knew I could probably make someone cry, like, because I could, I could see why they would possibly say something and what their weakness might be and call them out on it. But I never actually did it. And still, even to this day, even if someone disrespects me terribly, um, like my, my last boyfriend, he was pretty much a narcissist, right? And I could have called some of that stuff out and brought up his childhood trauma and all of that stuff and said, you know, you do realize that you're just doing this because of X, Y, Z and blah, blah, blah. And like, I could have said a lot of things, but I know that that would just have further induced his trauma. And that wouldn't have helped it. Like it just would not help this situation. There was necessarily no benefit from it. And I don't ever want to hurt someone. Even if they hurt me, it's like, I don't want to do that back to you. I still don't want to hurt you. But part of me, (laughs) the thing is, is though, whenever I leave a situation, I'd be like mad at myself saying, why didn't you just do it? Like you you know you can say some shit. Why didn't you just do it? Like that would feel so empowering, wouldn't it? But then whenever I would get close to saying something, I would feel bad and I would feel guilty. And I do think part of it is just because I don't want to hurt someone else. But I think part of it is people pleasing too. Because it's like, if you hurt me, I can walk away. But then if I say something back to you and you get so upset now, even though I don't want you in my life, if you choose to step away from me, that's now a, like feels like abandonment and I don't want abandonment in any aspect. So it was almost like I wasn't defending myself enough out of that people pleasing and fear of abandonment, which is really messed up, right? Um, but th- these were just some of the thoughts that I had in my head because I literally, here's the thing that you do. It's so simple. You ask why and you keep asking why. So I said, all right why don't you say this? And the other thing that I do as well is I will tell people, I will say, I hold back. Like I could put you crying probably, but I don't. So don't test me because I have this side to me and I do, but I've never shown it. So it's, I, I ask myself, why do you even say it then? You're like wearing this as a badge of honor, but like, why are you even bringing it up if you don't actually act on that version of yourself? And what I came up with was that I was essentially saying that as a plea of, please don't hurt me. Because I knew deep down, I wouldn't say something really mean. I would say enough just to be like, hey, you're out of pocket right now. Shut the hell up. Like, don't talk to me like that. And that would be as bad as I would say. I wouldn't go for their weaknesses. I wouldn't go for their insecurities. Like, But it's like this plea of, I'm kind of threatening you, don't go there with me. But it's an empty threat and it's more of that plea of, please don't hurt me. And so that was essentially it, right? So I, I worked through it. And it's literally as easy as that, but it's also very difficult because sometimes you're afraid of the answers that you're that you're going to get or you think, okay, well, now I have the answer. Now I know why I do this, but what now? And... For me, I still want to act with compassion. I still want to act with love and grace. But I'm also 
learning to embrace that spicier side of me, we'll say. And I'm learning to let her out to play sometimes when it's appropriate. So I'll give you an example. So like with my ex, there was going to be no winning with that, right? (laughs) But, and I really did not want to further induce his trauma. Like I just, even with all the crap that he put me through, I did not want to cause that additional pain onto him. He needs healing and that was not going to help him heal because he was already vocal. He already knows that he has issues. So me just like pointing it out and going jugular on him just to like kind of go tit for tat was not going to be helpful. Um, so I, I gracefully had that exit. But recently, there was a guy that um, before that boyfriend actually we were talking and he lives in a different state and he was planning to come out but he started acting differently and I just he was acting pretty much like an f-boy right so uh, and dating is not something that I'm going to talk about much with you guys right I'm just using this as an example but pretty much I'm not going to go into the details but he was acting like an F boy and he was starting to play games and it was very obvious. And for me, I always like to give the benefit of the doubt. So you have to like really be showing me some stuff here for me to say, okay, yeah, you're definitely playing a game here and I'm done. So I called him out on it and I just said, yeah, you know what? Never mind. I'm good. And of course he went into victim mindset. You don't care about me or my feelings. And I'm like, okay, projection much. And he would start following me like he was already following me on socials but I removed him and then he would follow again and then he would delete himself and then follow again and all that and so I just blocked him I'm like no that's more games just stop so I blocked him everywhere and I thought I had him blocked on text messages but a couple years later uh, I guess I left an impression because he's still reaching out a few years later Uh, he texted me and he's you know just wanting to chat and everything and I responded with grace. I laughed out loud, but I responded with grace. And I said, no, I'm good. No hard feelings. Wish you the best. But then he kept trying it. And then he said, I don't burn bridges. So that's when I was like, okay, Spicy Lonnie's going to come out to play now. This is now where I think it's appropriate. So I just said, I don't burn bridges. People burn them for me. And I'm a good swimmer. So it's like, that's not even that bad, you guys, right? But before, I would even feel bad saying something like that. And it was just so silly. And I'm like, why would I feel bad? Like, I'm just calling him out on, you know, his his BS. That version of you, too, that does want to go jugular, because I think we all have a version of ourselves like that. She's not to be shamed. She's, She's doing out of love. She just wants to protect you because she sees that you are hurt right and I think all of us secretly see these people on tv shows and movies and we wish man I could I wish I could just unleash (laughs) unleash my voice and say say all that stuff but we also know it's not our authentic truth and it's not something that at least for me I I don't ever want to hurt someone to that level and I would not be proud of saying those things, I would feel lucky after saying something like that. Uh, I just know that that's how I would feel. 
So sometimes I'll get a little bit spicy and a lot of the times I'm just like, okay, how can I, like, nothing's going to change even if I do say those things. Like, I'm hurt now, but then if I say those things, then they're going to be hurt and then it's going to escalate the situation. So how can I just de-escalate the situation? And most of the time, I just, I remove myself. I pluck myself out of the situation. And for me, that's the most peaceful aspects. So in those moments, I really try to ask myself, what would I be proud of and what is going to bring me most peace? And that is what allows me to stay within my authentic truth. But I had to be really honest with myself in the fact that there are times I want to let another version of me, another version of me out, but I know if I did, I wouldn't feel good about it. Um, but I can, instead of shaming that aspect of myself, I can also just recognize her and share love for her. That part of me saying, oh, that's just, she's just trying to protect me, right? And so it's almost like a backdoor way of allowing that expression out because you're you're acknowledging that version of yourself and you're listening to her so she feels heard. Because I think part of it too is you, not you maybe, but for me anyway, you just want to be heard and you don't want to be disrespected. So it's like when you get louder or when you say things that are out of pocket, it's like you're just bidding to be heard and to be understood. So once again, it comes back to how can I give that to myself? But to do this inner work, you have to have those honest conversations with yourself. And so that's, you know, I wasn't planning on this. It's just I was in the shower and I'm like, why, why does this happen? And why do I feel so strongly about being aggravated that I don't let this version of myself out? And I think because part of it is the people pleaser and I hate the idea of people pleasing and I help people stop being a people pleaser but if I'm honest we always have a little bit of it within us because we're always growing and evolving so it's like constantly that that self-talk of hey no you don't need to people please right now and you don't have to stay you don't have to stay quiet. You don't have to just be the quote-unquote good girl. And you can still stand up for yourself in a way that feels good for you. So moral of this story is don't force the work, but allow yourself to be open to it. And when those curiosities arise, when those feelings arise, have love and compassion for yourself. And the most important question you can ask yourself is why? And don't stop at the first why. Don't stop at the first answer because it's usually always service level. I'm going to challenge you. Go at least three layers deeper. And again, you might not find the answer right away, but it will be within your brain, right? So your mind will have it in there and almost like an oven. It'll be cooking or it'll be simmering in the background. And then when it's ready, it'll come to the forefront and it'll let you know. And you'll have that light bulb aha moment of, oh, that's why I do this or that's why I feel this way or think this way. And yeah, so I hope this episode um, has helped you learn a bit more on how to really navigate those conversations and do the inner work with yourself like I said I've never done an episode like this before and it's very 
it's new territory for me uh, to go this deep with it and in sharing that because there are things that, you know, I'm, I'm no stranger to sharing and I think it's very important that I do because how am I going to sit here and coach women and have them pour their hearts and life out to me and, you know, I'm not showing up necessarily authentically or being open and honest and I'm not saying that you have to share every detail of your life to be authentic or open and honest and vulnerable absolutely not but I felt like this was important to share with you to help you guys learn how to work through some of this stuff and I know that someone can relate to this as well because let's be honest people tick us off sometimes and they'll know the buttons to press and we'll we'll want to press that big red button, but we hold back. And so I think it's important to ask yourself, like, why are you holding back and making sure that's authentic to you so that you can learn how to stand up for yourself and not be a people pleaser, but in a way that still feels good for you, in a way that is still aligned and knowing you have a voice and you can use it and you can be powerful with it in that way that feels good for you. So that being said, doggy started barking. Great place to end that. And as always, love yourself fiercely and unapologetically. Thank you for listening to the Weightless Warrior Podcast. I hope you got value out of this episode. And if you did, I would love and appreciate so much if you would take 30 seconds to click that review button on Spotify to give this podcast a review and share on Instagram what your biggest takeaway was with hashtag Weightless Warrior. Until next time, go love yourself fiercely and unapologetically. Music.